0: the md's fantasy football show with dan mader giving you the x's and o's of all things fantasy oh you know what one thing i forgot to mention we'll, we'll, we'll just mention it here before we get into the uh, minnesota chicago game uh, anybody care about van jefferson just running the treadmill and then no. running the treadmill in, in Los Angeles. Yep. Okay. That's that's what I no. thought.
1: Right. Did, didn't didn't care about him in LA.
2: that we can definitely play them. <laughs> what about Jefferson right now?
0: I just needed. I, I knew we needed to mention it because it is news in the NFL. But for fancy purposes, it was just like, okay, you're gonna go run the go go run the nine route somewhere. Else. Yeah.
1: First first off, it's not Madden, <laughs> so you can't just plug a dude in and he just hits the ground running most of the time. I mean, Baker Mayfield in Los Angeles last year, notwithstanding, but like. On, on top of that, then I mean, he he never really necessarily proved he was all that relevant, even when he was playing and all the time in in he's, Los he's Angeles. An
2: actual receiver. I mean, the, the reason he he's relevant in the sense that they're upgrading talent wise when it comes yeah, to a receiver. But that's but about a team all that he really yeah. did. I mean, that's why we see Geno Smith and Kyle Pitts involved. They're not really looking necessarily. Drake
1: London is is a receiver. is a good wide receiver ostensibly, and, but he's on that team, and so
2: he he's languishes. He's not from Darby, thank God. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right so Minnesota Chicago Justin Jefferson of course the terrible 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 news with him going on the IR with the hamstring issue I'll talk to Brian to see what he thinks about his recovery and you know we, we we got the whole thing on you know, with Minnesota being the position that they are, do they wind up treating him like Cooper Cup last year, the Rams did, and just shut him down for the season? That's and then two
2: years will be injury prone, Dan. Go ahead,
0: <laughs> two years, be, yeah. Uh, but it's it's just, um, that, that's the problem. Like, Jefferson, like, everyone's talking about his contract year, like, Jefferson's gonna get paid. Like, Minnesota's gonna pay him regardless of this. This they have to, like, no one cares. I, I could care less if he misses the rest of the year. He's gonna get paid. This is him missing this time is not gonna hurt his financial pocketbook at the end of the season. So, that part, Matt. Matters not at all. And if the Vikings are going to be, you know, five, six, seven games away from 500, yeah, I could easily see them just pulling a page from the Rams and saying, you know what, we're just going to shut you down for the rest of the year. So that is a risk in which you are taking right now. Now, if you have Jefferson, you have to hold him. But I will say this, if people come and knock in to sell you something, you know, don't sell them for a box of rocks. But I am going to be open to the idea, depending on what kind of value you can get from people as far as trading goes. I am going to be open to that. I don't know. Would you guys just hold no matter what?
1: In redraft, I would would take what you can. If in redraft, I would would take a good offer. In Dynasty, like you just said, he's going to get paid. He's still going to be there. I have seen some guys like say, oh, well, I've got a couple of Dynasty offers here. No, you don't. No, you don't. You've got the number one wide receiver in Dynasty football. Hang on to the guy. But in redraft... Depending on where you're sitting, what your needs are, if you get a decent offer for him, a good offer for him, especially one that sets you up for late in the season, because like you said, there's no guarantee he comes back. And there's, I mean, there's no guarantee that even if he comes back, that he's got a quarterback throwing to him with all the rumblings and scuttlebutt around the idea of
0: Kirk Cousins moving on. That's not going to happen. But anyway, I don't, um, I don't,
1: I don't think so either, but I'm
0: just saying it's out there. <laughs> Chris, what are you going to say?
2: So um the only reason I'm gonna move Justin Jefferson is if I'm in dire straits that I'm gonna get a media upgrade now. If I'm 0 and five or I'm one and four yep. and you're gonna offer me something that I can kind of use for the next two weeks where I'm like guaranteed to get some kind of you know firepower or I'm really short at running back and somebody offers you offers you a really good package of running back position, then I'm gonna be upgrading. But otherwise, I'm with you of all the fears, and I think there might be a difference between, you know, I'm out four games or I'm out six games. Yeah. Justin Jefferson is a much younger than Cooper Cup is last year and Matthew Stafford. I think Justin Jefferson likes football a lot. I'm, I'd be kind of shocked to see him just shut it down for this season in a sense. So I think there's a chance that he won't be rushed back, but I think he will come back and all you care about is come playoff time. If you're in that position, you get Justin Jefferson in your lineup fresh and ready to go.
0: No, and that's a fair point. You have to, but you, to your point, you have to see what your record is and that, what are your odds on making the playoffs without him? Because that it doesn't really matter if you have Justin Jefferson in the playoffs if you're not in it. So keep that in mind. It's all a part of where you are. All right, so we have... Uh, we do have more injuries. Sorry. Uh, Jordan Addison actually was limited with an ankle in today, but he was limited. So I'm not really worried about his availability. I'll bring that up with Brian tomorrow. Uh, Khalil Herbert, he's got a high ankle sprain. They still haven't come up with a timetable. At least I haven't seen a reported timetable, but we know high ankle sprains anywhere between two to six weeks, usually four weeks in there could be a month and Roshan Johnson concussion issue. And even though he was, it was the Thursday game. Didn't come out and practice today. So unless he actually practices back-to-back days, I don't think we're going to see Roshan Johnson. Uh, so we're going to get to that uh, in just a second as far as what that means fantasy wise. This game is right, a big day yeah uh this game uh Minnesota's favorite at minus two and a half the over under at 44 and a half Chicago is five and0 oh in the on the over this week and uh or this year so far and Minnesota is three and two so you know what I'm gonna take the over at 44 and a half you got two defenses you can't stop anybody I don't care if Justin Jefferson's playing or not so give me the over here in this game uh Justin Fields Finally, unlock. Great. Top five, top six quarterback. However, do you want to look at that? Go ahead and play him. I'm not moving Kirk Cousins outside my top 10 just because he doesn't have Jefferson, especially in this matchup against the Chicago Bears who have given up the most fantasy points to the quarterback position. The good thing about the Vikings is that they actually have other competent weapons. He can still turn loose this pass-heavy offense. In. I mean, I am a little bit lower in ECR. They got him at eight. I have him at 10. Chase, where do you have him at this week?
1: I've got him at seven. I've got to, it's just it's such a good matchup with the Bears. They're such a terrible defense. Um, plus, like you just said, he still has Addison, he still has KJ Osborne, he still has TJ Hawkinson, he still has Madison, he still has Chandler, he still has Akers. He's surrounded by enough that I think they can they don't have to change up a ton of what they do. And even if they do change it up, they've got places to go to change it up. So I, I, I like him a lot this week uh, based on that matchup and based on, like you said, who he's got around him. So I, I have him at seven. Like you said, I'm not moving outside of the top 10.
0: No, not, not, not at all. So if you guys were panicking on Kirk cousins, wait for another week to panic on him. Uh Alexander Madison continues to be an RB two. I, I Chris, I'm going to ask you this though, because I trust your eye when it comes to film watching Cam Akers physically looks better, doesn't he? I, that, that's kind of what I saw. More explosive. <laughs> yeah, listen,
2: it wasn't just us kind of noticing that. I uh, saw so the commentators, uh, especially Tony Romo, kept mentioning Cam Akers looks like he's ready to run and break one, while Madison looks just like a guy. And I kind of yeah. think that's what we all talked about going into the season. Madison's a guy. Now he'll continue being involved because he pass catches and he does little things, but he does, hasn't scored a touchdown yet in rushing. He this. And Dalton Risner recently for the Vikings and kind of this without Jefferson, you saw them two weeks ago be kind of physical and actually run the ball. they commit to that, especially for Chicago, they can't make her style fits that offense better too.
0: Yeah, I, I just, it just it depends on how long is it going to take before this becomes a two-man committee. I do think this becomes a two-man committee mm-hmm. at some point, and it might be in the near future. Until that happens, though, I do have Madison still as a top 20 running back just because of the volume that he's seeing. And, of course, you have the good matchup here on this one. Let's flip over the Bears side of the running backs there, Chase, because uh, we always have Cleo Herberts outs, Roshan Johnson not looking great after not practicing today. There's still technically a chance, so I, I can't rule it out. Uh, if he were to play, I do have him ranked at RB 23. Of course, this is all contingent yeah. on whether he's going to be available or not. But I'm going to play him as a as a low end RB two if he's going to be out there because I do believe he's going to one who's going to get the start. Worst case scenario, he splits carries with Foreman and gets all the passing work. I think it would be more mm-hmm. like a 60-40 split in carries in favor of Roshan Johnson because they do seem to want to give the rookie a chance. And of course, he will still get all the passing work on top of it. And believe it or not, uh, the Bears... Everyone talks about the rushing quarterback not dumping the ball down. That hasn't been the case for Justin Fields this year. The running backs between between Herbert and Roshan have been averaging six targets per game. So the they target, don't rush the
2: ball, they catch it, they don't
0: rush right. it. Right. Exactly. So <laughs> Roshan's getting all of that. I, I like his floors and RB too. If he were to play, uh, so if he were to play, where do you have Roshan at? Me. Chase, Chase oh, sorry. Geez. Oh yeah,
1: no. Yeah, you throws up there for a minute for me, but uh, yeah, no. I I have Rashawn Johnson at, at a twenty six right now. I I agree with you. I I like him. I like the I like the fact that you know they will throw to him. They are they want to use him. Uh, I don't think that even if Herbert stays healthy, that he's necessarily going to continue to to dominate the touches in the backfield. I think Rashawn Johnson's up and coming. Uh, it's just all contingent on whether his head can clear up in time or not. Um. And that's not to make light of the, the concussion yeah, idea, but yeah, it's, can he play if he plays? Yeah, I think he's a, he's a low end what, running back too. It's not a great matchup with, with Minnesota, but uh, if it comes down to it and he can't play and it's Deontay Foreman's you know show again, I know he's been a little out of favor this year, but he's a little out of favor because he's got Khalil Herbert and Rashawn Johnson to contend hey, with
0: play special teams.
1: Yeah, right. So, I mean, if it's if Foreman is the guy, he's still possible flexible. I mean, we've seen him. That's literally all he's done the last several years is come in and be a replacement and play pretty damned well as a replacement in both Tennessee and Carolina. So, I'm not worried about Deontay Foreman if he has to play. I'm not excited about playing him, but he's definitely still a usable piece uh, for the week.
0: Oh, I'll take it a step further than that. If you look at my rankings right now and you go to dot I have Roshan 23, Foreman at 24. All I'm saying there is that whichever one's the starter yep. is a top 24 running back, yeah. I'll knock the other one down. But I'm basically I'm just gonna substitute your low and RB2 no matter who you are. Because Foreman, we've seen what happens when Foreman gets all the work. He produces, he falls into the end zone. He's one way professional layer. player. He's he's yeah.
1: he's he's the Ryan Fitzpatrick of running backs.
0: Yep, 100%. Uh, DJ Moore is on a tear. Play DJ Moore. Obviously, I am a little bit higher than ECR, as I have consistently have been, and I've been proud of that myself. Chris, help me out with Jordan Addison. I have met wide receiver 19 ECR still has met wide receiver 31. It feels like people just because he's a rookie are a little afraid to pull the trigger and say, you know what Addison top 20 wide receiver, because he's the one who benefits the most in my opinion, when it comes to the Jefferson injury, nine targets last week, he's the one who his skill set fits that role the most. I think double digit targets a week is coming his way. I'm, I'm not afraid to pull the plug on your uh, pull, pull this. I don't know what I'm even trying to say. <laughs> Jordan Addison, top twenty receiver. What what do you think as far because ECR hasn't been thirty one?
2: I absolutely think you're one hundred percent on the right, on the right track, Dan. This is where they spent draft capital on this guy. Uh, Osborne was supposed to be something last year when they were replacing him. It's supposed to be something every other year, and I keep hearing about Osborne because he had like two good games. Um, I don't know when we're going to act like he's going to. He, he's a guy. He's a guy who they haven't that gets his loses his deal after this year. A guy they don't plan on necessarily keeping. Um, and a guy that we look at Jordan Addison and what comes out of the Canberra Vikings and what they're talking about, but Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, one of his guys, he thinks is an absolute stud, as he was recorded saying recently, is that Addison is the real deal. The true guy, one of the number one receivers they are so glad they got him. And to your point, Dan, now I get to kind of show him off in that Cooper Cup role. We saw Nakua what he was able to kind of do in that role. What can some of Addison's Addison skill set do in that role?
0: Yeah, an actual high draft pick on top. Like, I'm not trying to knock Puka Nakua's talent, but an actual high draft pick on top of it playing that role. Get real excited about it. You mentioned KJ Osborne. I am still much higher than the ECR is. They have him at 51. I have him at 40. But he is a boomer, bust, down-the-field perimeter guy. I think he gets a little more slice of the pie. So I like him kind of in DFS plays. than yeah, I, I did have a, I did have a nice stretch towards the end of last season, so we've seen it be able to happen. But I'm with you in the sense of like he's not going to be taking over the role, or he's suddenly going to be in the top 36 or anything anytime soon. But he is a little more intriguing to me uh, than I think he's being built up to be even more so right now. Let's get to uh, Richard. Hey, Richard, what's going on, man? He's got a question. Standard League need three running backs. He's got Moser, James Cook, Alvin Kamara, or Austin Eckler, who says he's 99 percent sure he's going to play this week. So Chase, give me three. Everybody but Cook, yep. even
1: in a stand, even in a standard league, touchdowns still count.
0: I agree with that, Chris. You agree with that? I agree. Okay, let's move on here. Keep the questions coming in, everyone. Uh, let's see. You're playing TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Hawkinson was already a target monster, as it is. So she'll just, you know, add to that tight end, too. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Cole Komet is in that tight low end tight end one tight end uh, high end tight end two for me that streaming option you can go ahead and plug him in he's been the second pass catcher it's not darnell mm-hmm. mooney it is called Komet. 29 targets to 15 targets it is not close he is the second pass catcher on that team so and especially for a tight end to be that for anybody who has the ability to score touchdowns he's going to be hovering around the top 12 spot even if his talent is not necessarily always so exciting to watch uh at least let's go ahead and go into our next